Good morning. Very warm welcome to you, uh, to the Bethel this morning. It's great that you could be here this morning to worship uh, with us together. Um, We are going to begin our service by doing just that, worshipping our God uh, by singing together. I always like to to begin a service with a a rousing song of praise to to our wonderful Father. So, praise my soul, the King of heaven, to his feet thy tribute bring, ransomed, healed, restored, forgiven, evermore his praises sing. Praise him, praise the everlasting King. Let's pray together. Our Father in heaven, we thank you for this opportunity to meet together um, in this, this place of peace and safety to remember your Son and to worship you and to worship him this morning. We pray um, that you will be in your house here at the Bethel this morning and that you will meet with us and that you will fill us with your spirit. Um, help us to know your presence here and Lord, we ask that you will accept our worship and our our praise this morning um, as a sweet incense that rises to you. We pray for your blessing on those who can't be here or who are on their way here um, and ask that you'll keep them in your hand as well. Um, But Lord, we just, we want to praise you for your your magnificence, for your vastness and for everything um, that you've done for us, for all that you've created Um, but also for the way that you care for each one of us individually uh, and that you know us and love us as your children. Thank you for this and uh, help us to to know that love this morning. In Jesus' name, Amen. I'm going to ask Andy to come and give us the announcements now. Good morning, everyone. Uh, It's good to see you all this morning. To welcome people who are visiting with us or we don't usually see, Although in this instance, <laughs> we do often see lots of you. That sounds better, thank you. Um, it's good to see Otilia with us. It's good to see Emma. And it's uh, good to see Jessica Leach, who I've not seen for a long time. So, <laughs> good to see you. The care news, which uh, Rosie has prepared. Kate and Alex had a further scan on Thursday this week, which showed the baby has died. So they are now waiting for a, th- a third miscarriage to happen. This is directly Kate's words, so I'll read it out as it says. We're going to Wales for the weekend, but plan to come back in time for choir at 4.30 on Sunday. However, however, to make it easier for me to do choir, please can we treat it as business as usual so the floodgates don't get chance to open and get stuck that way. We've had a lot of kindness and support from many lovely friends at the Bethel and we really, really appreciate everything. For the most part at the moment, we are disappointed and a bit sad, but mostly okay, and are confident that God knows best. So, um, just to make it clear, please don't um, talk to Kate about babies or miscarriages this afternoon. To do the rest of our care news, on Friday, Mary completed her chemotherapy, and we pray that this will have been successful. She's due to have 15 days of radiotherapy in January. She had a bad day on Friday, but is generally grateful to have reached this point and looks forward to feeling much better. Gladys is definitely looking and feeling a bit better and told Joe that she may be home on Monday. Please keep in touch and visit if possible, but please check before going to the hospital. At present, she's still in Ward AM1. When she does go home, she's likely to find it quite difficult and will really appreciate our care and support. It's lovely to see Hannah looking better and we pray that she, Ollie and Hermione will all make happy progress as a family. 
It's good to have Chris and Debbie with us too again today. Please remember Phoebe and Des in your prayers and keep in touch with them. Uh, we haven't had specific news of Pete, Marion, although Marion's here, it's good to see you Marion, or Pauline, but all of those people need our prayers and care and concern, as do the other members of our family we don't often see. Please also keep all the new babies and their families in our prayers and other pregnant mums too. Several people have been or are unwell with a flu virus and we hope and pray they will all soon be better. Can we ask that everyone is sensible about not risking spreading infection, especially to our more vulnerable members? Perhaps we could all use the Christmas season to be in touch with and encourage brothers and sisters we've not seen for a long time. Those are the care items that Rosie's prepared for us. I'm going to do the pastoral prayer so if anyone's got anything else, please mention it now. Also ask me to pray for a brother in Colombia who's struggling with kidney problems, so I'll mention him as well. Let's pray together. Dear Lord, Almighty God, and our loving Father, Lord, you are all of those things to us, and we, we praise you that that you call out to us and you want us to come close to you and to speak with you. Lord, we come before you now and we lay before you the things which are on our hearts. Lord, we know that you are aware of all the people that we mention on a Sunday morning and so many more too. But Lord, we want to share our concerns about these people with you and we pray that you will bless them and comfort them where that is needed and bring healing and peace as only you can Lord specifically this morning we think about Alex and Kate in their in their ongoing problems and troubles in their loss and we pray that you will help them to maintain their their strong faith in you. Help them to, to rest in you and to find peace and comfort, knowing that, that you feel their pain too. We pray in thanks for, um, for the treatment that Mary's been able to have and that she's come to the end of that, that first stage of treatment and we pray that you will Continue to bless her and make her well. And we pray too that Gladys will be able to come home from hospital soon and that we'll be able to support her in the way that she needs support. We thank you for, um, for the blessings that you've, you've shown to Ollie and Hannah and Hermione in that Hannah's feeling better. We pray too for people who who are struggling with health and, and don't quite know what the problem is. We remember our brother in Colombia with his kidney problems. We remember Pauline. We remember Ben's colleague Dave. And we pray that you will, you will help them and comfort them and that you will guide the doctors to be able to treat their illnesses. We pray too for Pauline's friend John. We pray that you comfort him in his loss and continue to do that. 
and thank you that we are able to to remember him and that that is a comfort to him to know that we're thinking of him we pray too for the many people who we don't see as often as we'd like to people who live far away or don't come for other reasons and we pray that you be close to them and you bring them close to you whether that be them coming here or going somewhere else close to where they live we pray that you will encourage them strengthen them and help them to seek you out because we know that you love them and we love them too we pray that you will bless us all now in Jesus Amen Thank you Andy uh, We're going to read together now so if you'd like to turn to Hebrews 13 Alison's going to leave that for us Keep on loving each other as brothers Do not forget to entertain strangers for by doing so some people have entertained angels without knowing it Remember those in prison as if you were their fellow prisoners and those who are ill-treated as if you yourselves were suffering. Marriage should be honoured by all and the marriage bed kept pure for God will judge the adulterer and all the sexually immoral. Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teachings. It is good for our hearts to be strengthened by grace, not by ceremonial foods, which are of no value to those who eat them. We have an altar from which those who minister at the tabernacle have no right to eat. The high priest carries the blood of animals into the most holy place as a sin offering, but the bodies are burned outside the camp And so Jesus also suffered outside the city gate to make the people holy through his own blood. Let us then go to him outside the camp, bearing the disgrace he bore. For here we do not have an enduring city, but we are looking for the city that is to come. Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that confess his name and do not forget to do good to share with others for such sacrifices God is pleased obey your leaders and submit to their authority they keep watch over you as men who must give an account obey them so that their work will be a joy not a burden for that would be of no advantage to you pray for us We are sure that we have a clear conscience and desire to live honourably in every way. I particularly urge you to pray so that I may be restored to you soon. May the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, 
equip you with every good for doing his will. And may he work in us what is pleasing to him, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory for ever and ever. Amen. Brothers, I urge you to bear with my word of exhortation, for I have written you only a short letter. I want you to know that our brother, Timothy, has been released. If he arrives soon, I will come with him to see you. Greet all your leaders and all God's people. Those from Italy send you their greetings. Grace be with you all. Thank you, Alison. And so Jesus suffered outside the city gate to make the people holy through his own blood. And that's why we're here this morning, isn't it, to remember, to remember that. For here, we do not have an enduring city, but we are looking for the city that is to come. We are in hope of the return of Jesus and the new Jerusalem. And I'd like to just read you a few verses from Psalm 48 before we sing the praise of our Father again. It is beautiful in its loftiness, the joy of the whole earth, like the utmost heights of Zaphon is Mount Zion the city of the great king. God is in her citadels. He has shown himself to be her fortress. Within your temple, O God, we meditate on your unfailing love. Like your name, O God, your praise reaches to the ends of the earth. Your right hand is filled with righteousness. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise in the city of our God, his holy mountain. So, shall we sing together? In praise of our holy God and in anticipation of, of that new Jerusalem when we'll praise him perfectly and forever. I'd like to welcome David to come and encourage us now. Thanks, David. It's that time of year again. Christmas is coming. We're reminded constantly of the presents we need to buy, the decorations, the entertaining, the visiting... The birth of the Lord Jesus. The one who saves us all. Words will be said, read and sung proclaiming the birth of the Saviour. But how many in that great wide world out there will understand those words when they open the Christmas card? For unto us a child is born, for unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. He will be called Wonderful Counselor. Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. We understand. Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Those are titles that we can relate to the Saviour. But what about the wonderful Counselor? We often sing those words. We sang them last week. It's there in all of my days. We read them. On Christmas cards, we may even see them up in lights. 
how do we find the wonderful counsellor? Where do we take our counsel from? The world takes its counsel from all kinds of places and media, newspapers. They have opinions on everything. The television, radio, listening to friends and acquaintances. Is this the counsel of Jesus? Opinions come in all shapes, sizes and colours. Are they the opinions? Is that the counsel of the Lord Jesus? In fact, reminds me, like Christmas sweaters, always the wrong colour, the wrong size. And even Christmas presents that come in cards and sometimes flutter down to the floor when you open the card. The banknote. And it's often blue and has the number five on it when what you really wanted was pink and says 50. <laughs> Always wrong colour, wrong size. But where do we take our counsel? Where does ours come from? And it's almost ironical that we have to go from the birth of Jesus to the night before he died. Jesus had a conversation, quite a long one, with his disciples. He'd been trying for some time to tell them that he was going away. And somehow he tried to They just couldn't comprehend what he had in store for himself and for them. Their heads must have been spinning as the Passover meal progressed. Jesus' words amazed them again and again. Jesus was predicting events that were soon to happen. But the disciples were bewildered. They were wondering, why is he going? When? Why? How? Jesus had warned them that the end was coming. But none of them expected the predictions that they were now hearing. He was going to the Father's house. He's leaving us. John recorded some of their reactions. Where are you going? Why can't I follow you now? How can we know the way? All of Jesus' answers were Direct and simple, but profound. Let's just have a look at John 13, verse 36.
just of those questions. Simon Peter asked him, Lord, where are you going? Jesus replied, where I am going, you cannot follow now. But you will follow later. Peter asked, Lord, why can't I follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. On that evening in the upper room, Jesus answered their questions, allayed their fears and comforted them. Even as he prepared them for the shock that they were to receive before the night was out. But this showed that their minds were still contemplating earthly matters. Jesus showed them the counsellor to help them understand. John 14 verse 15. If you love me, you will obey what I command. And I will ask the Father and he will give you another counsellor. To be with you forever. The spirit of truth. On that night before Jesus died. He spoke with his disciples about the challenges that they would face. After he returned to his father. He forewarned them. That they would be banned from the synagogues. And even killed because of their belief. John 16, verse 2. They will put you out of the synagogue. In fact, a time is coming when anyone who kills you will think he is offering a service to God. But Jesus also reminded them that even though he would be leaving this earth, they would never be abandoned. He promised that his counsellor would come and stay with them and to help them endure through difficulties. John 16, verse 7. But I tell you the truth. It is for your good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the counsellor will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. The disciples were in desperate need of a counsellor because Jesus would no longer be available to help them, to mentor them in person. Jesus himself would never forget his disciples as he interceded for them at God's right hand. But... This promised counsellor would in no way be an inferior substitute to Jesus actually being there with them. They would be infused with the counsellor's strength. They would need to live lives that were fully committed to Jesus. Ephesians chapter 5. 
18. Words for Christmas. Do not get drunk on wine which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. Speak to one another with psalms, hymns and spiritual songs. Sing and make music in your heart to the Lord. Always giving thanks to God the Father. Everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. That they bear the fruit of a Christian character. Galatians 5. And this passage always reminds me, especially at this time of year when Wendy's been busy with Christmas cakes and puddings and baking and steaming and doing all sorts of things. In fact, not so much with the Christmas cakes this year. In the past, watching her make a wedding cake, it's, it's like mixing sand and cement because... The mixing bowl isn't big enough, so she scrubs down the worktop and, and adds all the dry ingredients and then makes a well in the middle and, 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 and mixes it by hand all together. And as she's going, she's adding ingredients. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, Goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such, there is no law. I like to think of those as the ingredients of the cake. Adding to love, joy. Adding to joy, peace. Adding to peace, patience, kindness. And each one... Adding something in to make that whole complete character. And that we are baked through the heat, the heat of the world that we live in, giving us temptation. The things that we need to turn away from, the things that cause us pain, suffering, that that we are tried, but that trial is the baking process, that all those ingredients are there for, to make the true Christian. Jesus promised he would also guide them, the disciples. He's the spirit of truth and as such reveals to us God's truth as we live in him. During the three years the disciples had been with Jesus, they asked question upon question, learning all they could about the master and his way of life. If they had failed to comprehend something Jesus had done or said, they simply requested that he explain more fully to them. 
how unsettling it must have been for them to realise that Jesus would no longer be with them. He was going to leave them. And that they'd no longer be able to have these conversations with him. Jesus wanted them to know that he would continue to answer their questions and explain his words. But that from now on this help would come through the Spirit. No longer face to face, but heart to heart. Jesus promised that the Spirit would live within them and guide them in truth. John chapter 16. Verse 13. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears. And he will tell you what is yet to come. He will bring glory to me by taking it, by taking from what is mine and making it known to you. The comforter that Jesus spoke of lived within those disciples. But through their words, through the scripture. We know their thoughts. The thoughts of Jesus. And those are constantly prompting us, prodding us, encouraging us, guiding us, challenging us, maturing us. Because that's a process in making those Christmas cakes as well. That they are matured with the spirit, actually, usually from the brandy bottle, but that's um, but maturing us through those twists and turns of life. And of those titles, John said, verse... John 14, verse 25. It's 26. But the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. And do not be afraid. That wonderful counsellor, prince of peace. Jesus was leaving. But he left the disciples with the promise of the counsellor. And being Jesus, 
He did not break his promises. And his peace he was leaving with the disciples. I can only imagine the peace that Jesus had. I know at times he was angered and this was the night before his death. But this is something that he'd been building up to throughout his ministry. Peace was to rule in our hearts. Colossians 3. Verse 15. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom, as you sing psalms hymns, spiritual songs, with gratitude in your heart. That that peace is to rule in our hearts. And that when we sing, we sing with gratitude. And we do sing here. Do we sing with gratitude? And with gratitude for what? Certainly a gratitude for all the Lord Jesus has given us. He has given us his love. What greater love than a man lay down his life for his friends. The love that he has given us encompasses everything. Our lives, our salvation, our place in the kingdom. By his words and actions, we too have peace. If we let the peace of Christ rule in our hearts, then all that this world can throw at us can do us no harm, only good. Letting the word of the Lord Jesus dwell in us will make us stronger in faith, in love, and in peace. It's the counsel of the Spirit of Truth that has brought that peace to all of us. Back to John chapter 15, verse 26. When the Counselor comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth, who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. And you also must testify, for you have been with me from the beginning. Testify. About 
the Lord Jesus. Testify about me. Matthew's Gospel, when it speaks about the events after the resurrection. Jesus doesn't actually have a lot to say, not according to Matthew, all the Gospels record other things, but after the resurrection, everything that Jesus said was an instruction to the disciples to meet him. And he said just these few words, Matthew 28. Verse 18. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go out and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. That's byline in this print, the Great Commission. That is what we are commissioned to do. It is our duty to preach. And that doesn't necessarily mean from this or any other platform, but from the roof fixing the broken tile, in the kitchen, cooking the meal, at the hospital bed, at the table tennis table with the club, anywhere, anytime, as long as it is done with the right spirit, then we are showing the way of the Lord Jesus to those that do not know him and we will have the aid the help the strength of the counsellor where is that counsellor he's here he's here he's here and he's here and he is here. Thank you, David. And he's, he's how we understand what's been done for us. Um, the, the gift of our Father and uh, the sacrifice of our, our Lord Jesus. We read in John 16 that the Counselor will bring glory to Jesus by taking from what is his and making it known to us. And that's, that's what we come to remember. And we are, as, as again we read, we are going to sing with, uh, with grateful hearts two songs before we do share the bread and the wine. Firstly, singing our thanks and our praise to God for what he has done. There is a Redeemer, Jesus, God's own Son, precious Lamb of God, Messiah, Holy One. Thank you, O my Father, for giving us your Son and leaving your Spirit till the work on earth is done. We're going to sing uh, just the first two verses of this.
And then we're going to meditate on Jesus' love by singing um, such love. Let's pray. Lord, you have searched me and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you know it completely, O Lord. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Amen. So as Jesus broke the bread and, and asked his disciples to share it among them, we will do the same as we remember his body broken for us. Holy Father, we've thought a lot this morning about your spirit the spirit of truth and of grace that as we come to take this cup of wine we're reminded of it of the, the spirit of truth and grace that poured out of Jesus that overflowed into the world such love Father you have for us And we pray that we might open up our lives to embrace more and more of that spirit of Christ within us, of truth and of grace. We remember, Lord, that we're exhorted to quench not this spirit and to fan the flames of the spirit in one another and encourage one another. But so often, Lord, in our lives, we let this spirit die down to dying embers it's pushed right at the back of our lives for other things. Help us this morning to remember this wonderful love you have for us, this grace and this truth you bestow upon us. And may that be more eminent in our lives as we go about our daily lives. Father, forgive us our sins. Draw us closer to you and we thank you for your care and for concern for us week in, week out, year after year. It's not just that time of year again, Lord. It's a special day every day with you, Lord. And we thank you for all that you've blessed us with. And we thank you now for this cup of wine. May it stimulate us, Lord, to be more wanting to take that spirit of truth and grace in our lives and to let it be shown to others around us. Amen. So we'll share together this wine and remember the blood of Jesus through which we are, as we sang, ransomed, healed and forgiven. I think it's been good as, as ever to open up to spend this little bit of time together in contemplation of our, our beautiful Saviour. And thank you for being here um, and joining in that. Thank you to everybody who has um, helped me this morning with the service. We're going to close shortly in prayer um, after we've sung two, two more songs of worship. The first 
again a, a song of worship of our, our beautiful Saviour for what what he's done for us in, in redeeming us um, but also contemplating his, his might and the fact that he is the Prince of Peace and then we're going to close with Lord the light of your love is shining a, a great song of praise and also, but also a prayer for his spirit to burn in our hearts and to do as David was, was reminding us uh, we've been commanded to do to, to get out there and make disciples of all nations with his help Yes, Father, shine. Holy Father, it's been great to be here, Lord, to sing, to sing with our voices and to sing with our hearts and to recognise that your love is shining. Shine in our hearts, Lord, in our lives and, and let that shining overflow and fill other people's lives too. Father, thank you. Thank you for this morning, thank you for Neil, thank you for Tony and the band and for all of us. Thank you for these my brothers and sisters and friends, Lord. Thank you for these our friends, our brothers and sisters. Father, we're a funny bunch of people, aren't we? And sometimes, Father, we find it very difficult to get on with each other. But I guess that's why you put us together. So that we learn to love each other as you love us. Lord Jesus, I, I always thought a counsellor was somebody you talked to. And you're the wonderful counsellor. Lord Jesus, I pray that you will help each one of us to talk to you. Not just to say prayers, but to talk to you. To talk to you about our joy. Oh, we're going to go into Christmas soon and, and do things together and enjoy it. Help us to talk to you about our joy. Help us to talk to you about our sins. Not to be overburdened by them not to be crushed by them, but to talk to you about them, Father. Lord Jesus, to talk to you about them and to know that you know you understand us. To talk to you about our strengths. Perhaps we don't have that many. And I think when each of us looks into our own hearts, we worry, wonder about that and worry about it. But to talk to you about our strengths, but also to talk to you about our doubts and maybe all of us have doubts of some sorts help us to talk to you when we're in pain help us to talk to you Lord Jesus when we are being tempted or when we suffer or when we suffer loss help us to talk to you when we feel good about a friend or or about a present or something help us to talk to you Lord Jesus help us to go from this place and always be talking to you Father thank you bless us richly now in your service 